Good evening and welcome. Our first song tonight, 273. 273. I know the Lord will find a way for me. I know the Lord will find a way for me. If I walk in heaven's light, shun the wrong and do the right, I know the Lord will find a way for me. The Lord has said, go preach the word to all the world. The Lord has said, go preach the word to all the world. If I walk in heaven's light, shun the wrong and do the right. I know the Lord will find a way for me. Won't it be grand to hear him say, well done. Won't it be grand to hear him say, well done. If I walk in heaven's light, Shun the wrong and do the right. Won't it be grand to hear him say, Well done. Good evening, church family. A couple of announcements before we have our devotional. Um, as a reminder that there's still some items needed for our food pantry. Um, there's a list in the bulletin and also on the foyer board. I notice we're still kind of low on gravy and uh, instant potatoes and uh, stuffing, things like that. So um, if you can check out the, the list and help us out, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, this coming Saturday, Life Group 3, that's Jeremy and uh, Jeremy's Life Group, uh, we'll be meeting at Joe and Sandy Galloway's pond for a bonfire so that should be a lot of fun and that's at 5 30. Um, also this coming Sunday October 22nd will be a youth-led service at Pleasant Ridge Church of Christ or Tick Ridge however you want to whatever you want to call it um, but it's there at Pleasant Ridge or Tick Ridge um, and services start at 10 o'clock the van will be leaving at 9 15 so if you're wanting to ride in the van or the bus, uh, please be here at 9.15. Also, next Saturday, October 28th, will be Trunk or Treat at 6 o'clock. If you're planning on decorating your trunk uh, for this event, there's a sign-up sheet on the foyer board in front of the TV out here in the foyer, so please sign up uh, that you're planning on participating and how you're decorating your trunk, um, so that way we have uh, a record of that. Also, and that starts at 6 o'clock. Um, also, next Sunday, it's hard to believe that next Sunday, um, not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday, October 29th, is potluck. Um, so remember that, put that in your schedules. And also, November 3rd, at uh, Fort Hill, they are hosting uh, a unified youth rally. Um, guest speaker is Kyle Butt. Um, he's, uh, the bus will be leaving at 4 o'clock um, for that. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. I know my kids have gone in the past, 
uh, to the youth rally during the fall and the leaves are changed up there and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. But um, so I do encourage your kids to go to that. Also, November 12th, um, after a morning worship, Life Group 2, that's Gary's Life Group, will be hosting a veterans dinner to show their appreciation to those here at Rome who have served their country. So uh, re remember November 12th if you're in Life Group 2, if you're also a veteran. Uh, remember that, uh, put that in your schedules as well. Updates are on our prayer list. Remember, continue to keep uh, Jimmy Wilgus in your prayers. He is now at home. He's been at home for a while. He is, um, he's doing a lot better. Um, he does have an appointment back in Columbus next Thursday. Uh, he had some blood tests ran today, and everything from the blood test came out good, so the results are really good for him right now. But he has more, um, he's going back to Columbus Thursday to have more tests done as well. Uh, Mary, continue to keep Jim Haney in your prayers and uh, Jim Martin in your prayers as well. They continue with their cancer treatment. Um, Remember, continue to keep uh, Tim Hewitt in your prayers. Uh, he was at St. Mary's. Uh, he is now at home recovering, um, but still needs our prayers. So remember him. Uh, Marvin Jordan, keep him in your prayers as well. He has an appointment next week, um, so keep him in your prayers. And Carol Lynn still remains at St. Mary's. Uh, that's Gary's sister, so keep her in your prayers. And remember, continue to keep Peg and Roger Pryor and Charlie and Alice in your prayers as well, uh, both so. That's all the announcements have. Is there anything else I may have missed? All right, let's go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful and blessed to be here, to be able to sing praises to you this evening, Lord, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. Lord we, I pray that you'll help us grow spiritually, help us strengthen us in our spiritual walk every single day, Lord, and I Pray that you will continue on being with us as we're at hands and feet within our community, ser serving you, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our elders here at Rome. Be with the decisions they make, Lord. Watch over them. Give them the wisdom that they need, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our deacons and the work that they do here, Lord. And, and, and we ask you to be with their families. Lord, we ask you to, this time to be with our sick. Be with them, watch over them, Lord. Be with their, their caretakers, their family members, Lord. Comfort them. Be with the doctors and, and nurses who are taking care of them. Lord, we also ask you to continue to be with our youth here at Rome. Lord, we ask you to guide and direct them, Lord. Help them to go to your word for guidance in life. That they will stay strong in you, Lord. And always look to you for strength and guidance in everything they do. Lord, but most of all, we thank you so much for sending your son down across for us, for loving us, for one day to spend eternity with you and giving us that opportunity to do that, Lord. Lord, I pray that if someone here who, does, who has not come to you, that they will do that this evening, Lord, and we ask you to be with us the rest of this week, keep us safe, continue to be with our spiritual life and our prayer life, Lord, it's in Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen. Our next song, number 888. 888. Thank you, Lord, for loving me and 
thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole and saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Let us all with one accord sing praises to Christ the Lord. Let us all unite in song to praise him all day long. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Please reveal your will for me so I can serve you for eternity. Use my life in every way. Take hold of it today. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you. One hundred eleven. If you can, please, let's stand as we sing this song. Complete that love the Lord and that our joy be known. Join in a song with sweet accord. Join in a song with sweet accord and thus.
Mark your books at number 347. 347. evening. So this evening, I just want to go ahead and say it. I get very nervous talking in front of people, so if I mess up, bear with me a little bit. So this evening, we're going to be talking about the third lap. And for those of you all that don't know what this is, it's I'm talking about running in this sense, and specifically the mile, and specifically on a track, too. So when you run a mile on a track, you normally do four laps. So why am I talking about the third? Well, the third lap is typically the hardest lap. It's like where you're either going to have a good mile or a bad mile, and it's the make or break point of the mile, in my opinion. So the first two laps, are they're easy. The pain doesn't really hit you yet, but the third lap and the fourth lap, you're like, this is terrible. I don't know why I'm here. So, <clears throat> you can always start out strong, but over time you get weaker and weaker, and we want to always finish strong when it comes to running, and I feel like it's the same way with <clears throat> our walk with Christ. So, we're going to look at someone who started out pretty strong and had everything going for him, but ended pretty poorly. So, we're going to look at Solomon. Uh, Solomon was, he was young, he was wise, he was wealthy. And overall, David had him set up pretty much to where he had to do nothing. So what went wrong? Well, he kind of just threw it, all, threw it all down the drain. So we're going to look at a verse here. We're going to look at 2 Timothy 1.7. 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For the Spirit of God gives, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So... Right here, it's going to bounce back a lot from, like, running and spiritual. I'm just going to warn you. Um, so what is power in a running way? Oh, wait, my bad. I skipped something. <laughs> so Second Timothy, we're going to get a little bit of a backstory here. Paul was writing to Timothy, and he loved Timothy. He saw him as his own son. So I think that Paul was telling Timothy to be like, you know, don't walk through life with your head down. Kind of keep your chin up and... Go through it knowing that God's going to be with you the whole time. And don't be nervous or scared or afraid. So now that we know the backstory of Timothy, we're going to go back to the power in running. Power in running is pushing through when it gets hard. And I have a story about this. We had a cross-country workout, and it was a mile 800, 400, 200, 100. And then we went back up, and my coach... He said, this is going to be a surprise workout, so we didn't know what it was, and he told us, and we're all just like, why would you do this to us? This is, this is not going to be good. So he wanted it at race pace, and race pace at the time was like, I don't know, the mile was like 540-ish. So we hit those, and then on the way back up, everyone was just starting to not finish that well. We were starting to go very under race pace, <laughs> and he was like, well, you gotta, you got to step it up, you know. Uh, we're going to look at this in a spiritual way. We don't want to go through life like half-heartedly. We want to always be giving God everything we can. So after that, after that little pep talk he gave us, we somewhat got back to race pace-ish. So what is power in a spiritual way? Power to me in a spiritual way is 
the power to spread his word, to receive his word, and to power to keep sin away. And I don't feel like, I feel like a lot of people don't really use that power um, to the fullest that it can go to. I feel like we just kind of overlook it and let sin into our life. But if we use the power that God gives us to keep the sin out of our life, I feel like we'll be set much better and we'll finish stronger. So now let's look at self-discipline. So self-discipline in a running way is getting up in the morning and going for the long runs. And it's doing it, doing it without negative thoughts in your head. Because running is already hard enough how it is, but when you do it with negative thoughts in your head, it just ruins everything, basically. And it's doing it when no one's looking. So we're going to switch to another verse here. We're going to go to 2 Timothy 4, 7. 7 through 8. And it says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept my faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on the day. And not only me, but also those who have longed for his appraising. So here Paul is kind of like, you know, I've done everything God's asked me to do. I have, <clears throat> I've kept my faith. I've, I've ran strong. I've ran hard through these last few years of my life. And I'm ready to go, go home and spend the rest of eternity with, with my Lord, my Savior, that's what I kind of get from this verse. I feel like <clears throat> that's what Paul means here. Uh, I don't really know, though. <laughs> so after we've gone through all this and we've kept all that, we want to look at one more thing when it comes to self-discipline, and it's making sure we're constantly reading our Bible and praying. Um, if we don't do that, we just, we're not always strong with God, and if we're not praying, I feel like, a lot of people overlook praying and don't really use it to its fullest power. When you pray, I feel like you should talk to God about your day and you should ask him for you know, forgiveness, for strength to do something. You should tell him what's been going on in your life. I feel like that's a lot of things that we should do in prayer, but we don't always do. I know me, my, myself, I'm not very good at that. So after we've looked at all this, we've looked at self-discipline, power, and how we have gone through our walk. Now let's look at how we can apply that to our life. So the power, the power we need to, <clears throat> we need to kind of abuse that power in a way. We want to like use it every chance we get. We want to make sure we're keeping the sin out of our life. And if we're doing that and we're keeping the self-discipline, for the self-discipline, it's like, um, for the keeping the sin out of your life, if you're not disciplining yourself to keep the sin out of your life, you're not really using that power. The self-discipline and power in a spiritual way just go hand in hand most of the time. So after all this, without self-discipline in a spiritual way, we're going to just say things we don't mean to say. We're going to end up sinning. And after all that, after all that work we've put in and we still sin, which is going to happen, but if we do our best to not, we're better off that way. So, <clears throat> we looked at someone who finished poorly. Now let's look at someone who, um, who finished strong. Uh, we're going to look at Peter. And Peter was, he was an apostle of Jesus. And he was, he was on and off with his faith with Jesus. He was, 
like walking on water, he, Jesus said, keep your eyes on me and keep your faith in me. And Peter, he was like walking on the water. He had kept his eyes on Jesus. But halfway through, he's like, whoa, look at me. I'm so good. And then he sank like a rock. And I feel like we have a tendency to do that a lot. So if we like, <clears throat> in a running sense, if we run a good race, we're like, I just did that. Let's go. I feel like after every race, a runner should give the thanks to God for giving them, him, for giving us the ability to be able to do that. I know I'm guilty of not doing that, but it is what it is. Um, so we're going to look at John 21. <clears throat> verses 15 through 19. <clears throat> it says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said, Simon, Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Peter asked him the third time, <clears throat> do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep, very truly, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself, and you went where you wanted. But when you are older, you will stretch out your arms and your hands, and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. So this, Jesus said, this is the kind of death which by Peter was glorified to God. And he said to him, follow me. So here... Jesus was asking Peter, he was like, do you love me, do you love me, do you love me? I feel like he was just reassuring the fact that Peter truly did love Jesus. And <clears throat> there at the end, Jesus was like, okay, go out and spread my word. So after all this, Peter, I guess he figured out his spiritual, um, mental stuff he was going through. He got it all sorted out, and he <clears throat> he got everything figured out, and he was like, yeah, let's go do this. Let's go spread the word of God. So that's what he did. He got everything figured out. He did exactly that. He went out and he spread the word of God. And G Peter finished strong with Christ. So one more verse before I'm done with this evening. We're going to look at Matthew 7, <clears throat> 13, 14. All right, Matthew 13, 7, 13 through 14. It says, Enter through the narrow gates, for the wide gate is broad, and it's the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But enter through the small gate and the narrow road, and that will lead you to life, and only the few find it. So <clears throat> here we're reading, we're like, okay, so this is basically the majority of the world that enters through the wide gate. They just kind of do what they want and we want to be that little bit that makes it through that narrow gate and finishes strong in our race. So whenever we look at life, life is a marathon, but when it comes to our spiritual walk, it's more of a sprint. We want to be giving God everything we can for the whole time, and we want to stay doing that the whole time. So <clears throat> after all this considered, After all this considered, 
We want to become stronger with Jesus. And the only way to do that is to keep reading, keep using that self-discipline, keep using the power, keep using all the resources that God gives us. We need to use those over and over, and we want to kind of abuse those. So if you have not been baptized this evening or if you are struggling in any way, whatever, whatever needs you may have, strongly encourage you to come up and we have plenty of people here that will talk to you and help you with any of those. If you have any needs or prayers of the congregation, whatever needs you may have, come to the front as we stand and sing. Jesus is calling, calling, calling. Jesus is calling today. Why should I Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we're thankful this day, Lord, for your mercy and your blessings upon us. We ask you, Lord, to 
be with those tonight that were mentioned on our prayer request list. There are so many names that we have on our hearts and minds. We know, God, that you can answer prayers, and we believe that you will. We thank you, Lord, for those that could be here tonight, and especially we, we think of the youth of this church and what an inspiration the young men and women of this church are to everyone. We, we thank you, Lord, for them and, and for their, the guidance and the instructions they have been given from their parents and from other church leaders. We ask you, Lord, to be, be with our elders and our deacons and everyone that, that works so hard, Lord, to keep your church smoothly running. And we ask you, Lord, to forgive us when we, when we err and when we don't do the things, Lord, that we know that we should be doing. Give us, give us strength, we pray, and, and help us to go out into the world and, and share your, your message with those that may not know you and those that seemingly, seemingly don't care. We just praise you tonight, Lord, and we thank you for our Savior, Jesus Christ. And as we pray that we go to our classes, that you go with us later to our homes, to our jobs, and to the schools and wherever we may be going, we ask you to go with us and help us to take your word and tell others about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.